0: SNAP Production. Good morning sports fans and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Friday, June 2nd. Today, we flash back to the tennis love triangle involving the special case. Is Carlton's coach kidding himself? The flying Queenslander on his match winning Origin moment and women's state of origin takes centre stage. Let's rip in. There's a bit of beef between Thanasi Kokonakis and three time Grand Slam champion Stan Vavrinka. Peace. Or at least there was. In 2015, his good mate Nick Kyrgios enraged Vavrinka with this sledge during a match in Montreal. The 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 Stan the man was dating fellow tennis pro Donna Vekic at the time So you could understand why he wasn't too happy With the special K's back then Eight years on and Kokanakis and the Stanimal He has many names Faced off at the French Open A tournament Vavrinka won back in 2015 And Kokanakis had his best showing on clay Reaching the third round Kokonakis held the two set to one lead but fell apart in the fourth set tiebreak. and while he raced out to a four love lead in the fifth was forced to fight all the way in an epic match lasting four hours and 38 minutes. Now maybe it's just because he won but it seems like that love triangle from years ago is all forgotten now. I'm playing a legend um, he was shown glimpses of you know him at his best especially early on so I just tried to weather the storm but Yeah, incredible atmosphere. I feel like I've got a lot of dramatic matches. It's probably my fault that I can't put them away earlier or testament to these guys that I'm playing. They're just legends, so they make it really tough on you. So yeah, definitely definitely a pretty crazy ending. You could accuse under siege Carlton coach Michael Voss for having his head in the sand when saying this about their four-game losing streak and where their season sits. I don't think we're actually too far. I don't think you're never too far away, but there are some things that we obviously need to, you know, we need to get to work on. The priority being for us is the message out and change around our defence and giving ourselves opportunities. So I would say they're four goals away. That's been around the average mark of their losing margins over the past month. But then again, what else is Vossi supposed to say? We're terrible, we're so far off, I may as well go back to Brisbane. Or, if Harry Mackay doesn't start kicking straight, my hair will turn from red to purple. I'm not very good. So we'll cut the Blues coach some slack, but that patience will only last so long. Especially for a supporter base that hasn't seen a Premiership since 1995 or even had a final to attend in a decade. They simply have too much talent with Coleman medalist Sin Mackay, as we mentioned, and Kerno up forward, Paddy Cripps, Sam Walsh in the middle, and Jacob Wietering down back to be playing like this. Tonight, Friday night, is a massive chance to snap themselves out of this slumber and track back to the top eight against a Melbourne side whose form has been a bit shaky this season. Unfortunately for Carlton, though, former Saint star Lee Montagna is predicting... Another night of pain ahead. Not falling for Carlton anymore. I've fallen into that trap. So Melbourne are actually going pretty well. Melbourne are not going as bad as people think, so they should win. Holding a mid season trade period in the AFL isn't a new idea. In fact, the debate is becoming almost as common as the inane discussion around whether we should have a night grand final, which won't happen, or whether footy should be played on Good Friday, which did eventually get off the ground. Don't talk about politics or... I think it's probably only a matter of time before mid season trading is given the green light. We do have a draft, of course, which was held earlier this week. What is a new idea though that has recently gained legs is the proposal to purchase draft picks. So essentially for a bottom club looking to fast track a rebuild, they can trade salary cap space for draft capital. Essendon coach Brad Scott is a big fan. I think it's a great concept. I'm, you know, a huge proponent of it. I think it's um it makes real sense. You know, that anything that can give Clubs the ability to try and bounce quicker. You know, the, the, the AFL have been really clear in that they don't want to see clubs, you know, stuck down the bottom for long periods of time. You know, but that's all very well to say they don't want that. Well, we've, they've got to provide mechanisms for, for clubs to bounce out. In a way, this is kind of already happening. Think of the Magpies moving out Brody Grundy to the Demons, but still paying a big chunk of his contracts, or Gold Coast sending Jack Bowes and Pick Seven last year to the Cats to give them more flexibility. <laughs> Maroons enforcer Lindsay Collins may not have touched the ground yet after Queensland's epic win in the Origin Opener against New South Wales. The forward flew high above club teammate and Blue star James Tedesco, catching the ball and laying it off for Cam Munster to cross for the match-sealing try. And Collins is downplaying his role in that moment. Opportunity to catch the ball and went up and took it, and Munster was screaming on my inside. Yeah, really, if it wasn't for Munster, you guys aren't talking about it, you know what I mean? So full credit to him. And Munster is doing a similar thing. You're the best. <laughs> no, you're the best. He reckons all the credit goes to Collins. I um, mean, yeah, full credit to him. It's uh, something you don't see from a pharaoh for a long time. Either way, it lifted the Maroons to another famous Origin victory. <laughs> Queensland drew first blood literally in game one of the women's series last night in Sydney. Maroon star Julia Robinson collected New South Wales captain Isabel Kelly with a high elbow. She ended the first half in hospital struggling to breathe and coughing up blood. Coach Kylie Hilda is fuming, and I, you know, still don't understand why there wasn't even a penalty for that. It was just in the throat. For the Maroons, under the new point system, Queensland just need to avoid losing by eight points or more in Game Two in Townsville later this month to claim the shield. Their coach Tani Nora says no surprises who they were inspired by. It was awesome. The girls were outstanding tonight. Just the effort, you know, we saw the boys do it last night, and I think, you know, the girls got a bit of a lift from that last night and then came out tonight and they just put effort upon effort. And if you're listening via Spotify, another reminder hit that bell, then you don't miss the app every morning. And that is your fast, fun, week ending hit of sport. Catch you on the other side of Sunday on the scorecard. Listener.